for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. Yes, I am back for another day here on the Newsmax Daily. Rob Carson, also a host on Newsmax of Rob Carson's What in the World, which is a satirical look at uh, the news headlines, uh, popular culture, and just oddities. It's uh, kind of like, uh, for lack of a better uh, expression, uh, a conservative daily show to some degree, okay? So uh, that's on the weekends, and if you want to check listings, it's at NewsmaxTV.com, NewsmaxTV.com. And then uh, if you want to check out the other uh, Newsmax programs, you can check that as well, and also download the Newsmax app on your smartphone because there's a lot of good stuff there, and you can actually stream the network without it costing you anything. So, a few weeks ago, Joe Biden says, if you're really good and follow all the edicts that the government wants you to do and wear a mask or double mask and, you know, hide under a rock and all that, you may be able to have a a 4th of July celebration with your family. He followed up on this yesterday, and he was really sounding sleepy. We're not really completely safe. So, we've made great progress. I'm still looking forward to the prospect that we keep the pace we're on and we listen to one another and take the precautions I talked about, that you'll be able to have uh, a 4th of July, an Independence Day. Thanks, Dad. Can we have a sleepover, too? On July the 4th. He chuckled. As I defined about three weeks ago. Yeah. I want to have an Independence Day, an independence from the COVID. Wow. He he sounds like your, your uncle... Uh, your great uncle sitting there in the easy chair about uh, about seven thirty eight o'clock at night. Just kind of so you're able to get in the backyard, drifting off with a small group of people, of friends and neighbors, and celebrate Independence Day because you've been vaccinated. Thanks. Yeah, you know we get a little smiley face on our paper for getting vaccinated, huh? huh. By the way, uh, Governor Brian Kemp of Georgia says that uh, Major League Baseball moving their game from Atlanta which is 51% black population to Denver doesn't make a lot of whole sense because a whole lot of sense, I should say, because Denver is nine or 10% African-American. Thought I should mention that. Also, I might mention that 31% of businesses in Atlanta are minority owned, are black owned businesses, and they are going to be punished to the tune of $100 million. And I don't like playing this identity politics BS, but I just I want to bring this up because if, if Major League Baseball is going to play this card, the race card, then I'm going to play it right back. Okay? Did you realize that Denver's Coors Field is steeped in its own history of discrimination after the beer company refused to hire black people, Mexican-Americans, and women for decades? Did you know that? And I'll also say that if I had a, a six-pack of Coors Light in my refrigerator... It would sit there for years, and I would never drink it. I, maybe if I guess over, and they're there, you, hey, would you just, somebody drink this Coors Light, because I ain't, mm, no, mm, mm. It, that aside, Major League Baseball, of course, uh, pulled their all-star game, and uh, Coors Field is named for the Coors, you know, brewing company, accused of discrimination in its hiring and other questionable practices. Apparently, this uh, sparked protests and boycotts for years against Coors, resulting in one headline noting, when a beer can signal your politics, Coors allegedly discriminated in the hiring and promotions of black people, Mexican-Americans, and women, all in violation of the 1964 Civil Rights Act. And by the way, uh, the bandit and Smokey and the bandit actually led uh, Jerry Reed's tractor trailer full of Coors across state lines and Smokey and the bandit. Yeah, I know. Could you actually believe they trucked in Coors? Okay, let's not talk about that anymore. Here's something interesting. The vast majority of likely voters in the U.S., according to Rasmussen, have no problem showing ID. So Joe Biden and the Democrat Party on the wrong side of history once again. And this time, guys, 
it's really biting them in the baseball. You know, it, it really, it really is biting them because people are not falling for this anymore. According to Rasmussen, the vast majority, 75% said yes, as far as if they believed voter ID laws are necessary to fair and secure election process. 19% said no, 6% remained unsure, and they most probably are Democrats. A majority of both Republicans, 89%, and Democrats, 65%, believe voter ID laws are necessary for a free and fair election. 71% of those unaffiliated with either major party agree as well. Imagine that. Imagine that the law also requires voters to show an identification to vote absentee by mail. They can uh, verify their identities with the last four digits of their social security number, a utility bill, a bank statement, government check, a paycheck, or another government document with their name and address on it. How odious and racist. How odious and racist of Georgia. Unbelievable. Oh, uh, Joe Biden doubled down on stupid yesterday with regard to saying that the Georgia voting law is uh, racist, is uh, Jim Crow on steroids, even though his home state of Delaware has stricter voting restrictions than Georgia does. Here is uh, Joe Biden doubling down on stupid and uh, being asked if Georgia should also uh, move the Masters tournament. By the way, uh, because of George Floyd and, and political correctness, they actually have gotten rid of the word master bedroom in some communities with regard to real estate listings. That's how dumb things have gotten. Here's Joe Biden. Do you think the Masters golf tournament should be moved out of Georgia? I think that's up to the, uh, the Masters. Look, uh, you know... Um, there he is, he's gathering his thoughts, or maybe just a thought. Kind of like raking leaves, you know, so there's one over there, let me try and get that one. It is reassuring to see that uh, for-profit operations and businesses are speaking up about how these new Jim Crow laws... There he, he did it again! ...are just antithetical to who we are. That is an insult to people who lived through Jim Crow and those who died because of it. There's another side to it, too. The other side to it, too, is when they, in fact, move out of Georgia... 75% of us believe it's fine to show an ID. The people who need the help the most, people who are making hourly wages, sometimes get hurt the most. Oh, getting a little folksy there, even though he hasn't made an hourly wage in 50 years. I think it's... If ever. It's a very tough decision for a corporation to make. He and his wife sheltered $13 million in income the last three years from uh, the tax man, by the way. Or group to make. But I respect them when they make that judgment, and I support whatever judgment they make. But it's... The best way to deal with this is for Georgia and other states to smarten up. Stop it. Stop it. If you try to actually secure the vote, you're not smart. It's about giving people two votes. Oh, somebody dropped something. Yeah, you're not smart unless you agree with the Democrat Party. It's kind of funny you're not woke either unless you are uh, agree with Democrat and uh, leftist mantras. That you, you can't be woke. I, I hate that term. Do you hate woke? I hate woke. Woke is just, honestly, if you're over 30 years old and you use the word woke in a sentence, you're not woke if you don't disagree with some people. You know, you can never be woke if you believe in lower taxes and a smaller government and a strong military. Uh, you can't be woke that way, but you can be woke if you want higher taxes and the border open and the country destroyed. Then you're woke. I don't know if you knew that. Shannon Sharp, not so sharp, actually. He's on ESPN. I don't watch uh, 
Exactly. It's uh, the show called Undisputed on Fox Sports. Sorry about that. It's not the ESPN. It's it's that other one that I don't watch because honestly, uh, you know, here's the thing. I think people who do sports shouldn't do politics, and I think people who do politics shouldn't do sports. I don't comment about RBIs and all of that stuff unless it crosses into politics like kneeling for the national anthem. But uh, honestly, um, sports personalities, when they get political, they go to H-E double hockey sticks in a hand basket like Keith Olbermann. Here is Shannon Sharp. He's so proud of the MLB for punishing Georgia economically for passing the new voter integrity law and going to uh, very lily white Denver. Now, you're going to be relegated to where you can take this game to. Because there's a lot of other states that are doing the exact same thing as Georgia. Texas, Florida, so those... Can you believe how racist the rest of the country is? Florida, you're off the list. Texas, you're off the list. There are a lot of states... He's calling half of the people in the country racist. He's calling half of the legislators in these countries. They are blanket calling them Jim Crow supporters. I want you to think about that. And you know why there's a... Uh, 75% of us agree with showing an ID. That are doing the exact same thing that Georgia is uh, that Georgia did. Mm. That's good. What I don't understand. Now listen to this because he's off the rails. This is what's confusing with me. Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, was on the under ticket for President Trump. President Trump lost the election because of fraud, but they won the election. They won their Senate races. It was fair and square. I'm confused, Skip. How does that work? Well, the top guy lost, but my election was fair and square, so let's do something about it. Now, in 2016, we know for... Here we go. Off the rails. A fact, Russia tried to interfere. Mitch McConnell... Okay, that, that uh, was completely unproven. In, in fact, it, it actually did a face plant. And uh, MSNBC, even though they, they went after the story for two years, have never apologized. Do nothing. He wouldn't even bring it to the floor. Now, you want to put these right, because what they see, Skip, there's a, change, there's a changing of the guard. More people are becoming of age to vote, and they're minorities, and they're voting. So instead of changing your messaging... And by the way, more uh, people, minorities, voted for Donald Trump than uh, any Republican in recent memory. And try to reach out to a new base, what do you do? We're going to try to restrict, so you can't... Wow, just get back to RBIs and, and touchdowns and uh, BALs, or I don't know, I, I'm not a sports guy, so yeah. Shannon, honestly, not so sharp. Shannon, not so sharp. Jen Psaki. She was asked by a reporter yesterday about switching to Denver and how kind of racist it is to go to Denver from Atlanta when you consider that uh, Colorado's voting restrictions are as bad or worse. Is the White House concerned that Major League Baseball is moving their All-Star game to Colorado where voting regulations are very similar to Georgia? Well, let me just refer the few, refute uh, <laughs> the first point uh, you made. Uh, first, let me say... Um, on Colorado, um, Colorado uh, allows you to register on election day. Uh, Colorado has voting by mail where they send to 100% of people in the state uh, who are eligible uh, applications to vote by mail. 94% of people in Colorado voted by mail in the 2020 election. Uh, and they also allow for a range of um, uh, materials to provide uh, even if they vote on election day for the limited number of people who, who vote on election day. I think it's important to remember the context here. Uh, the Georgia legislation... Well, she does stammer a lot when she's trying to cover up the lie. Uh, it's There was no widespread fraud in the 2020 election. Uh, Georgia's top... But, of course, no media organization actually looked into it at all. They just immediately said, there was nothing to see here. Republican election officials have acknowledged that repeatedly in interviews. 
and what there was, however, was record-setting turnout, especially by voters of color. So. There you go. You got to play that race card right there. And it's like that, uh, you know, when you're playing uh, Texas Hold'em, you know, uh, there you go. They got the race card right there. And look, I got a straight. That's just amazing. So anyway, states across the country have restrictions on voting and it's to protect you. OK, it's protect you. And I'll tell you, for me personally, one of the greatest crimes that you can commit is to take someone's vote from them to vote fraudulently. I would consider that to be as bad as many capital crimes because uh, to be able to vote is a sacred thing. It is a very sacred thing, and representation is incredibly important. Let's move on. Hey, by the way, Heather Childress interviewed Donald Trump. A terrific interview. We're going to get into him talking about how Joe Biden is having some, uh, well, obviously some mental decline. But we'll start with uh, the Georgia voting bill and the All-Star game. Woke is not good for our country. Woke is not good. And I hope a lot of people, I look, I, I think people are giving up on baseball anyway. You look at Woke is a joke. The fans are way down. Everything. Don't drink Coke. Things way down. I don't think anybody cares, but uh, they shouldn't be doing that. They shouldn't be hurting the people of Georgia. They shouldn't be doing that, especially for a bill that is less stringent than the one they have where they're moving, where they're moving the All-Star game to. Right. Less stringent because they still obviously have the voter ID in uh, Denver, as they do in Georgia. Yeah. But there's less available days to vote there um, and then and you have to present your idea when you go to a baseball game also some other issues. to get your tickets so obviously that wasn't the real issue when it came to the Georgia law and all of these companies that jumped in whenever the Democrats scream the loudest they're trying to cover something up okay whenever they shout racism it's because you are impacting them in a negative fashion okay they were very happy with the way the vote was done in Georgia even though many deceased people voted Many people who had moved out of state voted. Many people who uh, literally used a post office box as a home address. I could go on and on. There were a lot of problems with Georgia, and that's the reason why they passed this law. The Democrats know this, and they want to stop Republicans from digging deeper. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about little hokey pokey reference and the media reaction so what do you think is really behind all the wokeness with these corporations uh, jumping on the bandwagon well georgia's got a lot of difficulties i mean you look at uh, in this uh, new law i don't believe they have signature matching now why wouldn't they have signature matching a lot of the real power a lot of the yeah, because it's racist Right, the race thing, because you're matching the signature. Guts have been taken out of it. They had yeah. something that was very powerful, yeah. meaning fair and mm-hmm. free and good for the people, but it was it was strong. You have to you have to be a citizen. You have to be all of the things that you imagine that have to be and signature ID, et cetera, et cetera. And what's streaming across the border right now? Non-citizens and who wants to get them the right to vote? Democrats. But they didn't have signature matching, as I understand it. That's not good. And it's very watered down from the original one. Look, it's uh, it's a shame. It is a shame. And here's Heather Childress talking about uh, with Donald Trump about just the state of baseball in general. Well, I have, you know, look, I'm just not very interested in baseball mm-hmm. for the last number of years. Neither I think am I. It's not appropriate. You know, you look, it's, uh, you want to find a game, it's on, it's on every channel, and yet you can't find anything. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. It used to be a nice, easy thing to follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know what I mean by that. It was on one network, and yeah. it was nice and good and beautiful. 
today, you know, the left has taken away America's pastime from us, from all of us, whether you be Democrat or Republican, whether you be liberal, leftist or conservative. Baseball has chosen a side. I don't know what the hell you're watching. So uh, I, I would say boycott baseball. Why not? I think what they did was a terrible thing. I think it's a very unfair thing. And they didn't even know the bill. And in fact, I think nope. they were aware of the bill that was going along. Everybody was okay with it. Then as soon as Stacey Abrams speaks up, uh, they end up uh, folding. Mm-hmm. And it should be the opposite. We have more people than they do. Well, you know, why is we it don't that... use the power of the people. You know, the yeah. people should boycott those companies that are all of a sudden uh, so righteous. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not watching baseball this year. I'm not even listening to it. And I used to love to listen to baseball, the great, the great voices of baseball. Jack Buck with the St. Louis Cardinals, Marty Brenneman with the Cincinnati Reds, uh, Harry Carey with the Chicago Cubs. And I, and I miss that. I miss that just playing a ball game, people standing for the anthem and playing America's game. Unreal. Heather Childress with Donald Trump about the presidency, how hard it is and how Joe Biden appears to be uh, a puppet on a string does take that kind of drive, and it takes tremendous uh, uh, strength mm-hmm. and enthusiasm and everything that you can imagine. I mean, you need... That's how we got two vaccines to the four and ten months, because of that. The highest levels of, of every ingredient necessary. I mean, it's just, it, it's a full-time, when I say full-time, it's uh, 50 hours a day, <laughs> and you understand what I mean by that. Right. It's a lot of work. And I think other people are making most of the decisions, but I may be wrong about that. I don't know. You know, right. look, uh, I debated him and uh, I was, you know, a little surprised at what was being said. Let's uh, talk about so, uh, lights are on. Hello. Anybody home? I don't I don't really know him very well. But right. to be honest with you, somebody's making decisions. Let's put it this way. Bernie Sanders, if he if he ever won, he would never have gone Anywhere near this, he cannot believe what's going on. This is Bernie Sanders on steroids. Mm -hmm. Our country's becoming a socialist nation. This is Bernie Sanders on steroids. Mm -hmm. But Americans are starting to fight back. Mm -hmm. And uh, the only good thing to come out is now they finally agreed after screwing up the construction, which was going along perfectly, is going to be finished soon. They finally agreed to rebuild or to complete the wall. Yeah, they are going to rebuild the wall or at least complete the wall. Because uh, they got more than they expected. And here's another reason. It's starting to impact the president's approval rating. That's the only reason. The Democrat Party could care less about how many sexual assaults there are happening to illegals as they come across the border. They could care less about how many drown in the Rio Grande. They don't care. This is about upsetting the balance of power in perpetuity. That's what it's all about. Creating a permanent underclass of Democrat voters. That's what it's all about. And the only reason they're talking about this is because it has become so nakedly obvious that people are suffering and our country is being assaulted. Our country is being assaulted. Our our population is being assaulted. It's caught up with them in the polling numbers. That's why they want to complete the wall. It's not because they want to stem the flow of illegals coming to the country. It's just the emperor is now naked and everybody could see it. Here is uh, Donald Trump talking with Heather Childress about uh, Kim Jong-un in North Korea and China. I had a very good relationship mm-hmm. with Kim Jong-un. In the end, we started off rough, but we got along very well, and we like each other, and it, it was a good thing. If you remember when I first... One other note, if the Democrats really cared about sealing the border, the person who is in charge of the border, and now for two weeks, 
Kamala Harris would have visited the border, but she has said nothing about it. She has held no meetings about it. She has held no pressers about it, and she's not been there. First came in, everyone thought we were going to war with North Korea, mm-hmm. and that didn't happen. Now I notice that uh, it's a very bad situation and very bad situation with China. Uh, China never spoke to me the way they spoke to our representatives. They never spoke to us that way, mm-hmm. ever. The way they spoke to our people in Alaska was horrible. And if you look at Iran, Iran is now, I, we would have had a deal done very quickly with Iran the way it should have been done. Mm-hmm. And now they're talking about going back into the Iran deal, which is unthinkable. Mm-hmm. Everything, it's just uh, nobody's ever seen anything quite like it. And Why the Middle you- East, we had, we had peace. We were going to have total peace in the Middle East. We were, the Abraham Accords were incredible and, and acknowledged to be incredible. And then, of course, I came up with a vaccine. We pushed people like they've never been pushed before at the FDA and, and elsewhere and got a vaccine done in nine months instead of five years. Right. And uh, it's, you know. We right just- now we have Neville Chamberlain in the White House. That's what we have. Uh, they never learn anything from history. The Democrats, unfortunately, never learn anything from history, but they do try to repeat history with regard to this uh, this infrastructure package, which is Roosevelt 1929 2.0. Now, Rob Schmidt on Newsmax interviewed Ken Cuccinelli about uh, Kamala Harris. I just mentioned Kamala Harris has done nothing since being put in charge of the border. She also uh, compared ICE agents to the KKK. Yeah, the KKK. Here he is talking about do nothing Kamala. Well, it probably is, but it, it really speaks more to the fact that she is playing a game of hot potato. They all know what needs to be done to stem the tide at the border, but politically, none of them have the courage to do it and face their own base. That is the problem right now. And And they have a plan for the country that involves upsetting the balance of power to Democrats. That's why you're seeing her AWOL, and the president gets to assign the vice president jobs but it seems like he's going to have to be a little more forceful um, if he's going to get her to do this one because there's no evidence she has done anything. Yet. And there's no evidence he has any idea what she's doing at all and uh, what day it is, I'm thinking, sometimes. Here is uh, Rob Schmidt talking with Ken Cuccinelli about the bad optics of Kamala Harris and the border. Uh, it's very bad optics, and people need to understand, yes, March was bad, 171,000. Yeah. You know what I think is the key number you put up there? is that 40% of the Border Patrol agents are taken off the line. Yep, That is a loss to American security right there. They've eliminated 40% of the law enforcement capacity on the border because of this. And this is only really the second month of this escalation. Imagine what this will be like if we have three months like this or six. And so far, they're not doing anything in April to end up with lower numbers than March. Because they don't want to end up with lower numbers. That's the reason. That's what it's all about. I already said that. But that's what it's all about. They don't want this to change. It's just now being seen. 
And so they will try to distract and say they're going to seal the border and they'll try to keep cameras out like they have and, you know, present videos to the the uh, mainstream media that they're completely willing, by the way, the mainstream media are willing to take from. Thank you, sir. Can I have another? We will take your edited videos and we will present them to our viewers. And the only thing that really, really hit when it really hit is when 19 Republican senators went to the border and showed everybody what was going on. And Ted Cruz was assaulted essentially by a Biden staffer to stop videotaping because of the dignity of the people in the facility, even though I don't think it's very dignified to have 2,000% occupancy with children lying on the floor wrapped like baked potatoes. Let's move on to Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly talked to Marjorie Taylor Greene. She was taken off Twitter again this week because of a tweet she sent out on Easter about the uh, death and resurrection of Christ. He is risen. He is risen. Christ has risen. You'll be surprised. Maybe you won't be. But how little talk there was about Christ in public circles on Easter. More about jelly. Joe Biden didn't mention Christ's name at all in his Easter address, but he did mention COVID eight times. Beans and that kind of junk. Did this tweet get you in trouble or not? Because I hear that. Well, what happened after this? So I tweeted that um, Easter message. He is risen. Happy Easter. I also had retweeted a tweet about abortion, um, and then I got suspended for 12 hours on Twitter with no explanation, wow. received the email, received the notification that I was suspended on Twitter, and then <laughs> later in the day, Twitter admits that they made an error once oh, again. So I got yeah. suspended for 12 hours for the second time in a matter of weeks on this platform that has spent hundreds of millions of dollars on their um, on their platform, on their technology, but yet they somehow keep making little mistakes and suspending me. Mm -hmm. Now, they say this is due to an algorithm, but it's not. They have people on staff who uh, work with the algorithm. The algorithm says conservative. The staffer has said, oh, oh, conservative. Okay, let's go hunt that person down. This happens on Twitter. This happens on YouTube. This happens on Facebook. I have been booted from Facebook for reposting a video from Robert Kennedy Jr. about uh, vaccines that I thought was kind of compelling. And then also on Facebook, on November the 4th, the day after the election, they erased one of my pages completely. It was my political page at Rob Carson's show, and they erased it. And with it went my 100,000 people that I reached every single week, and they've never sent me a note, and they've never told me how I could address this, and it's just gone. It's in the ether. That's what they do. Now, Grant Stensfield talked to Donald Trump Jr. and a very lively interview talking about Major League Baseball moving from Georgia to uh, Colorado. Here's part of that interview. Were frankly just lies pushed by the Biden administration. I mean, he went out there and made all sorts of claims as to what it was, and it wasn't. Uh, the Washington Post, of all people, the Amazon Washington Post, Jeff Bezos's perf you know liberal hit machine, actually gave Joe Biden four Pinocchios because of his statements about what was going on in Georgia. Now that doesn't stop the Biden. Joe Biden has gotten so many Pinocchios from the Washington Post. It looks like a sequoia is growing out of the middle of his head. Administration 
Association from continuing to lie. Uh, Jen Psaki, his press secretary, got out Hot Psaki. and doubled down on the comments, even after being called out by their own side on the nonsense. But that's all it is. It's nonsense. They say, oh, they didn't want to let people have water in line. No, they just didn't want people in campaign paraphernalia handing out food and beverages right when you're coming in to vote. It's and by the way, also uh, showing people an actual uh, a copy of a ballot and which Democrats to check. Essentially, they don't want people being able to bribe you for a vote. Yep. Not exactly crazy. Happens in cities all over the country like Philadelphia, Cincinnati, and Chicago. Like you said, there's 15 days in Colorado early voting, 17 in Georgia. Atlanta, 52% African-American. Denver, 10%. This is corporate wokeism simply for the sake of wokeism. There's actually nothing woke about this move. They actually took probably $100 million plus that would have been infused into a predominantly minority and African-American community in Atlanta and put it in a predominantly white and wealthy community in Denver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see the numbers, the viewership numbers on pro baseball after this announcement by Pro Baseball. I think they are going to tank. They are going to tank. Here's a little bit more from uh, Donald Trump Jr. with Grant Stinchfield talking about how Republicans are finally growing a pair of baseballs. The problem is you know, there's no social penalty to being woke, to being a complete leftist, to being a total partisan. But what's really nice is that after you know decades of sitting aside, turning the other cheek, Republicans have allowed us to get trampled. But this week, we actually saw Republican lawmakers and otherwise finally start to push back. Georgia lawmakers, they fought back on Delta, who was doing the same thing. Delta Airlines, they said, hey, let's revoke some of your tax status. I put out a tweet saying, hey, Hey, MLB should lose some of their uh, you know, statuses that they get and the protections that they get. And, you know, a few congressmen and then ultimately senators, uh, Marco Rubio, uh, Ted Cruz, sort of got on this movement of, hey, let, let's pull, uh, you know, MLB's uh, special treatment if they're going to be partisan this way. So if Republicans start fighting back rather than simply turning the other cheek and letting the other side win. And we are. Finally, I think this actually goes away. I think, unfortunately, the only cure for cancel culture is actually fighting back with some of the canceling until people realize it's a zero-sum game. And they're on the losing end of it, guys. 75% of us want people to show IDs to vote. All right, we have a special guest on the show today. He is uh, Doug Mastriano. He is a senator in the state of Pennsylvania. He is proposing uh, no vaccine passport in the state of Pennsylvania. But before we get into that, how is the uh, voting reform thing going in the state? Right now, the Pennsylvania Senate is, is running hearings and the House is running hearings. And I don't want people to roll their eyes. That, that's fact-finding for us. Obviously, we established some facts during my Gettysburg hearing last, last November 25th that, that really you know, renewed the push to find out what the heck happened on November 3rd. So there's a lot of legislation we have on the table in Pennsylvania. And uh, I did speak with uh, President Trump did call me uh, last Tuesday, and we talked about it at some length. Basically, we're holding out a lot of hope on requiring IDs. We're requiring hope on reining in this mail-in balloting that's been twisted and abused beyond all recognition. So the president, He's heartened by what he's seeing in Georgia, but despite the drama we're seeing from, you know, businesses and uh, as well as Arizona, we need similar action in Pennsylvania. You know, the, the motto that we're kind of going with right now is, you know, make it easy to vote but hard to cheat. And I yep. agree with that. Yeah. 
Well, the thing is also, I, I think they're getting some blowback. I think that there is uh, there's some lies being told on the border. There are some lies being told with regard to this election um, reform law in the state of Georgia. And I think people have just had enough. They know something's going on. They know that this is not Jim Crow. When they said Jim Crow, that really, I think, really struck a chord with people and said that's an insult to anybody who lived in those days. Uh, and it is absurd. Your thoughts on uh, not only Georgia, but also Major League Baseball moving to as almost a restrictive uh, state of Colorado with regard to voting. Yeah, Rob, that's the irony. So they're <laughs> condemning legislation, constitutional legislation, that, that is not Jim Crow. That's but a, a bunch of utter nonsense. You're right. It is an insult to anyone that, you know, African-American that lived through that era if they compare this to that. And then to move to a state that has restrictive laws and has voter ID requirements, you know, you, you just can't make this stuff. This is liberal logic. You know, Major League Baseball, you guys gave me hope last year because you stayed out of all the politics and controversy. Why are you ruining it now for that sport? It's like anywhere I go, I, I don't want to see politics. I want to watch a ball game, you know, keep it out. For other businesses to do this, obviously they're going to tick off half of the constituents out there, half of their potential buyers. Why would you do that, Delta? Why would you do that, United? Coca-Cola? Especially being lectured by somebody who was not even born American in Coca-Cola. Really? I think it's a shame, and uh, I've said that they've hijacked America's pastime from America. I mean, these guys are just passing through in history, and they just happen to be in charge. But to politicize and exclude half of the population with America's pastime is really quite inexcusable. I think it's absolutely disgusting that they would get involved. It's bad enough when you're kneeling during the national anthem. But then when, yeah. you, when you pull this, uh, you know, I'm honestly, I'm not going to be watching any baseball. That's just me, though, Senator. That's just me. I read this uh, op-ed you wrote about uh, the vaccine passports do not belong in the birthplace of freedom. State of Texas executive order, um, they are not going to do vaccine passports. Let's hear about your plan and what you want to do in the state of Pennsylvania. Yes, yeah, so this legislation, you know, goes after that. And my, a fellow senator, Senator Kristen Phillips, still has specific legislation moving against uh, passports to travel with your medical record, you know, whether you had a COVID shot or not. Um, my legislation speaks at a larger level of medical freedom. You know, it, it's ironic that the left, you know, their mantra for 30 years is, you know, my body, my choice when it comes to abortion. And yeah. the irony and the, and the science is that's not your body. That's somebody else's body. That's distinct DNA, et cetera. Separate heartbeats, separate organs. But when it really is your body, we're told, shut up, get that shot. And, okay, let's think about it from a public health assessment. So you, you want to restrict people's freedoms unless they comply, taking the commandments and orders of the same sort of bureaucrats like Secretary of Health Levine that was once in Pennsylvania, mm. now is in Washington, D.C., mm. who thought it was a good idea to send the COVID positives back into the most vulnerable. That, that denies 150 years of germ theory under Louis Pasteur back in the 1870s. And that same Secretary of Health wants to tell you how to live your, your, your life, that wants to make your most personal medical decisions? I think not. Also, I might mention the uh, Secretary Levine also is all about children being able to take hormone blockers to prevent the wrong puberty, which is insanity. And I can't believe that she actually got approved for a position, but that's another point. You had mentioned that all vaccination decisions should between that. a patient and their physician, including the right to informed consent or informed refusal. Yeah. And here's the thing, you know, if, if you're going to be on the airline and you, and, or if you're in the restaurant and you, you are the owner and you are the workers and you've been vaccinated, you have nothing to worry from about from me if I haven't been vaccinated. Yeah, that's the, and that's an additional irony, I guess the second time I'm saying this here, I'm just so appalled by the lack of logic, we'll call it liberal logic. 
so you know, it's interesting because I, you know, I get to, I read many of the comments that come on my various pages, and one person's like, you know, how appalling that a senator in Pennsylvania, you know, what, what is against the vaccination? I'm, I'm not against anything. I'm for your personal freedom. Yeah. Now I'm going to follow their reason and their logic. So. You want the vaccination? You should absolutely get it if you want it. And uh, you know, if your family members want to get it, that's that, that's your business. But don't don't lecture us how anyone who doesn't get the vaccine because they think it's going to be detrimental to them because they're Americans have the free choice. That that's a safety and a health risk to you because according to your own logic, you're vaccinated. You know, let, let the rest of us who want to have freedom die off. Then I mean, it doesn't even make sense. Yeah, and also they don't require that you have your vaccine records from when you were a child for everything from tetanus to polio for crying out loud. This is absolutely yeah. an affront to uh, your freedom. It is uh, sharing information that is nobody's business but yours, and it's between you and your physician. Where does it go from here? How have you been uh, accepted in the uh, in the state of Pennsylvania with other lawmakers on this? Yeah, so as far as the people go, I mean, it, it's overwhelmingly support for this because you think about this, Rob. You know, follow the science. and Okay, and that's exactly what we're doing here. Uh, the, the science says that you have a 99.5% chance of recovering. So it does not sound like a real big danger. Now, I get it. Some people might have died from it, might have a severe reaction. I don't belittle that, but I'm looking statistically for, for a virus that's really not a huge danger where most people, 99% plus, will recover from it. I think we're going to be okay. I mean, I, you know, I had it. My wife had it. I in the famous testing positive in the White House. That was that was a lot of fun back in November. <laughs> um, but uh, on, the, on the Republican side there, I, I think we'll get a fair amount of support and uh, probably enough to move that committee onto the floor of the Senate. It'll be interesting listening to the naysayers on the, on the Democrat side on why this is a bad idea. Yeah, I, um, I'm just going to remain moot on the whole vaccination thing, but I certainly am. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but this is an overstep. And we've already seen our freedoms crushed, uh, Senator. I mean, can you imagine that there would be a time in our lives that a worship would not be allowed, that your kids would not be able to go to school, that no concerts happened, that most restaurants uh, closed, that there would be all of these these uh, random, random uh, pulled out of your you-know-where rules with regard to, I mean, honestly, stupid. They, they just changed it in school from six foot to three foot. You can be within three feet of somebody, but if you're two and a half feet from somebody, you're dead. It's just nonsense. It's always been nonsense. I mean, you know, so in the Army, we award medals, and you know, for valor or heroism or great achievement. You know, the way we treat the most dangerous place in Pennsylvania, according to our governor, is, is from the lobby of the restaurant to getting your seat. You know, you're kind of like bracing, <laughs> put your mask on, kids, because if COVID sees you passing by on your way to your seat, it's going to get you. And, you know, you, you finally get in that seat, you're like, okay, thank God, you know, where's my combination for heroism? It's like, really? <laughs> and I cannot believe we live in a state where the governor, you know, comes out and says, you know what, you can't drink at a bar stool because if you're drinking at a bar stool, you're going to get COVID. It's going to find you and get you. Yeah. But you can, you can drink until 10 p.m. only unless you have food. If you don't have food with that, that beer, you're uh, dead. I mean, this, yeah. this is the kind of science that I, you know, I'm driving down 81 and I, I look over and there's a young guy passing me in his rare occasion someone does. And the dude has a mask on, alone in the car, like beeping my horn. Dude, hey, roll that. Hey, you're okay. It's just you, man. Come on. All right, brother. Well, it was nice talking to you. Once again, thanks for your service during Desert Storm, uh, Senator Doug Mastriano. I really appreciate you talking to me, and I have a feeling some big things are in store for you, uh, certainly in Pennsylvania already, but nationally as well. Uh, and I hope that is a consideration in your in your future. 
Thank you, Rob. I appreciate you carrying the message out there. And just for people, this is all about freedom. You know, yes, this sir. is the land of the free, right? And so yeah. you should have to say what goes in your body. I'm not anti-anything either. I'm all pro-freedom. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, brother. All right, bud. Nice to talk to you. Talk to you again soon, okay? Thank you. God bless. All right, there you go, Doug Mastriano. Uh, yeah, he's a Desert Storm veteran. It's kind of strange because uh, uh, I was 24, I think, when Desert Storm happened, and uh, now you see people wearing Desert Storm hats that they're veterans. Very interesting. Oh, by the way, uh, Ron DeSantis, who was attacked by 60 Minutes, and by the way, 60 Minutes has not said anything with regard to the false report about uh, pay-for-play with regard to Publix grocery stores and COVID vaccines. There's been no mention of it from 60 Minutes. There's a reason why Rush Limbaugh, who I wrote for for over 20 years, would call the media the drive-by media. What they did is they drove by Ron DeSantis. They hurled a Molotov cocktail at him by falsely editing his report and his interview to make it look like pay-for-play, and then they made it disappear. So if you watch a CBS exclusively and... Dear God help you if you do, then, of course, you will never know that 60 Minutes lied. If you watch 60 Minutes, you will never see 60 Minutes say, you know what? We are wrong. We were absolutely wrong. You will not see that. That's why they called it the drive-by media. That's why Rush called them the drive-by media. They do their damage. They drive on and essentially lie and mislead their viewers, their bread and butter. That's what they do. All right. But here's Ron DeSantis. uh, Finally, I should say yesterday in a presser talking about what the 60 Minutes report really was. They cut out everything that showed that their narrative was a piece of horse manure. Um, And it shows you how dishonest. These are smear merchants. That's why nobody trusts corporate media. Yep. Uh, They are a disaster in what they're doing. They knew what they were doing was a lie. I knew what they were doing was a lie. Everybody here knows what they were doing is a lie. But CBS viewers will never know. They know that we know they're lying, and yet they continue to lie. And we know that they know that we know that that's a lie that we know. And they lied, and they lied, and they lied. Lie, lie, lie. We offered them the information, and they declined to interview the key people uh, because they didn't want to let go of the narrative. And we're fighting back. And we're not going to take it anymore. In the words of Dee Snyder of Twisted Sister, we're not going to take it anymore. One more story before we go. Do you remember last year with uh, the toilet paper shortages? Remember, remember toilet paper? I actually, I think I was paid a couple times in toilet paper from work. More valuable than Bitcoin, you know? Except it would be called something else, it, coin. Anyway, <laughs> there's another shortage this year. Apparently, COVID is causing ketchup packet shortage. The little ketchup packets you get at McDonald's, little ketchup packets you get at wherever. Apparently, there is a pandemic-related shortage. Packets of market leader Heinz in short supply after many restaurants turned to takeout and COVID-19 safety precautions kept shared bottles off of tables. Little ketchup packets are a rarity. Little ketchup packets are worth their weight in gold, ladies and gentlemen. The next time you go to a store, pay in ketchup packets. It could get that bad. And certainly if uh, the Democrats keep spending money like they are, uh, they will be worth more than American dollars. There you go. So if you're at McDonald's and you say, hey, can I get a few more ketchups? So they go, no, you will know. It's time for me to go. Thanks for uh, listening today, guys. I really, really appreciate it. The show is growing by leaps and bounds. It is all over the web, all over the major platforms, including, of course, the Newsmax Facebook page. 
So I hope you enjoy it. Please share with others if you will. And also download the Newsmax app on your phone. Okay. And then also just check out NewsmaxTV.com for all of the uh, listings for different shows that you love, including Greg Kelly and Chris Salcedo and, and Rob Finnerty. And I could get Heather Childers who totally kicked butt with that Trump interview. I love it. I love it. I love it. Guys, have a glorious day. God bless each and every one of you. I will see you and you'll hear me tomorrow. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.